Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Estee Lalonde, and welcome to On the Line. We're all the way up to episode five. Doesn't the time just fly by? It's definitely a lot colder in London, but who cares? It's Christmas. I'm recording this a couple weeks before, so I'm a little early, but this episode's going out on Boxing Day, which apparently is a really big deal for everybody not in the UK. I remember in Canada, it was always a big thing. For today's episode, I am joined by Miss Emma Horo, who, according to her Instagram bio, has an eye for beauty, is a skinfluencer. She has a big taste for travel, croissants, and loves a good photo. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Emma. 
Hi, Este. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming and doing your very first podcast with me. I know. I'm so excited. So we were talking earlier about how you pronounce your last name. Yeah. Uh, can you just... So you, you're French. Okay, that's Reggie sneezing in the background. <laughs> Come on, man. You you speak French. Is that your first language? Um, so my dad's French and my mom's English, so I always spoke both, but I grew up in Paris. You grew yeah. up in Paris. Yeah. Okay, so I say your name, Emma Horo, but yeah. how do you say it? I say Emma Oaro, but no oh. one can have the... Oh my goodness gracious. I really want to try to learn French. You should. It's my, one of my New Year's resolutions actually is to take lessons. Okay. Yeah. One of mine is to get better at Spanish. So I think learning language is always a good one for the list for the New Year. Is it possible though? Like I'm 28. Can I learn a language? For sure. Yeah. I think so. I think to be honest, like I have a slight unfair advantage. The fact that I already speak two languages. Yes. So like Spanish is a slightly easier say if I only spoke English fine but oh I think my gosh Reggie is sneezing Reggie's ill yeah Reggie come on <laughs> is man. that cold weather <laughs> I think the best way to do it is to probably like live somewhere right because I think like you know we're busy we have a lot going on you have to really dedicate yourself I think if you're somewhere that's my idea and anyway, yeah. one of my ideas is to like live somewhere Spanish speaking for a while well a French man once told me that you learn French on the pillow I love that. I love that. (laughs) So we're both single ladies and I want to talk about that. So I was telling Emma that I went on a date last night and I don't actually often talk about my dating life like publicly. No, me neither. It's like, I don't know. I try to keep it private, but um, we were just sort of talking about it and we were talking about how in the wintertime it's so grim just the thought of getting dressed at Mm -hmm. seven o'clock at night and going to meet somebody some random person do you do like the dating apps or I think it's definitely a lot more effort when it's cold you know it gets dark at like 3 30 like I want to be in my pajamas watching Netflix I'm not up for like going out to meet some stranger (laughs) in the summer I was doing um a couple dating apps and like as my first time doing the apps um I kind of realized I was shooting myself in the foot not doing them. Yeah. So I was like, look, I'm going to give it a go. Then at least I tried, you know. Yeah. And I did them and they were fun. But like, I've just kind of the past month, I think I'm such, I get to be such a homebody when it's cold. I just, I'm quite happy to just not meet anyone. I totally, totally feel that. So for people listening Mm -hmm. who maybe don't know who you are, who are you, Emma? What do you do? You do so many things. I can't believe that there was a time where I didn't follow you on Instagram. (laughs) You're my, like, your account is just like inspo central. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I, yes, I do many things. I've done a lot of things as well. So right now I work as a beauty blogger and a photographer. So I do both of those together. Um, I originally was a journalist when I finished university I went into journalism Um, was that in Paris no no that was that was here so I moved to England when I was seven so I've I've kind of done most of my education in in England Um, I actually was an intern for one of your previous guests Miss Amy Lawrenson I was her intern at Elle (laughs) okay many moons ago I knew that you had worked together but I didn't realize you were her intern at Elle so that's how you guys know each other yeah so from years and years ago um so that was really fun and I'm still um very close to Amy which is lovely um and then four years ago I moved to Sydney um and was um working there for a bit um at Rush magazine um doing all their beauty and then one day I literally just woke up and was like 
I don't want to write anymore. I just want to take photos. <laughs> so were you always taking photos before that or? I've always been a very uh, like visually obsessed person, I guess. Like I'm just very visual in everything I do. Like my mom was a painter when I grew up in Paris. Um, I did history of art at university. I'm just obsessed with like how we look at things, why we look at things, why we think things, one thing is beautiful and one isn't. Um, and so I was just like, I was in this new place. I was just like, I don't know anyone. So if I completely fell at this, like no one will know. It, yeah. was, it was a lot less scary than me having done that in um, London for sure. Oh my gosh. So let's talk about your photos because that's probably what mo you're most recognized for. I mm -hmm. feel like because your photos are you basically being nude and gorgeous <laughs> not always no I'm joking I'm sometimes joking. <laughs> not when it's this cold <laughs> come on <laughs> but your photos are so like I think they're just so empowering and I just wanted to really talk about them because they're self-portraits mm -hmm. and you set up the camera I remember you did a story once where you were talking about you brought your tripod into like a field this is probably yeah. like this is goes down in history is probably one of your most iconic stories on Instagram <laughs> but you brought Good the tripod know. in the field and you were like this is how I do it I just set it up mm -hmm. like this and then you just pose and you're you just look so like I don't know if the word is womanly but you just look so like sensual well thank you <laughs> is that just the lying French in a field you know yeah um I don't know I've I've always um from quite a young age actually had um a kind of obsession with the female body I guess um like it's always really intrigued me to a certain amount and I think even within like the art that I would um be studying at uni like there's so many depictions of this body that's this kind of magical, sensual thing, I guess, that, um, you know, that I think especially now on Instagram, is it's hard to see a different type of body. There's a very kind of what's right or edited or, you know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of similar shapes, let's say, which is fine because, you know, yep. some people are skinny and some people are not and all that's fine. I think there's a certain... Th through all this kind of digital depictions of the body I think there's a certain like disconnect with like ourselves yeah and for me I mean I actually started doing self-portraits years ago when I started my blog because like, I couldn't afford a photographer yeah and so I was like I'm just gonna have to figure out a way to like take a photo of myself on my blog yeah um so it kind of started there um and then about a year and a half ago I, I suddenly kind of realized that like I was obsessed with all these female bodies um but I hadn't really been obsessed with mine. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm going to just be obsessed with mine. Like, of course, there's things that like we all don't like and we have hangups about, but they're all the things that if you tell your friends that like, yeah, oh, shut up. what? Like, I would have never like, come on, like, you're so annoying. <laughs> like that little minuscule thing that I you know. would never notice. But we're kind of programmed to like focus on the bad. And I was like, I'm just going to try and focus on the good and try and embrace myself, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I, I turned the camera on myself and that's kind of when I started doing my slightly scantily clad <laughs> self-portraits. So would you say your confidence has grown since taking photos of yourself? Um, definitely. I actually shot them for a year before I published any of them. Oh, really? Um, so it was um, about a year ago. So November 2017, I um, finally kind of shared this kind of passion project, I guess, um, in a blog post and I've literally never had such a big reaction to anything even like my mum wrote me a really cute email oh. about it <laughs> and it was just really nice to be like oh gosh the thing I was so scared about because I obviously I don't edit them like they're all me and it's I'd been traveling a lot quite alone for work um, so it was just something that I just like doing to 
spend time because I was in all these different amazing locations for work. Okay, so I was talking to a friend of mine actually and I said you were going to come on the show and she was like, oh my God, I can't tell if I love her or hate her because she's so confident <laughs> and she does love you. But I, do you get a lot of people being like, where do you get this from? And that it's not, I don't, I don't know if it is a jealousy thing, but I think so many times a lot of us can look at another woman and be like, oh, she's just got everything going on and she's just so confident and she's so empowered and why can't I feel like that? Do you get comments like that? I get a lot of, oh my gosh, you're so brave. And yeah. I think, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. I think, fuck off. I know. I'm not brave. I look hot. I know you do. You don't need to convince <laughs> but me. Like, but like it's like that, but I think it's because they wouldn't do that. So I, I know it's not, I'm not like, oh my gosh, don't insult me. I know they don't mean it as an yeah. insult. But it's, to me, I'm like, why, isn't that funny that you think I'm brave doing that? Yeah. And yet, you know, like you, in, you, you like that photo. Right. So it's like, why do we still think that that's a brave thing? Yeah. It's not brave. Everyone can do that. And if they think they look hot, great. But yeah. like, it doesn't have to be this like, oh my goodness, it was like, you know, this huge thing. It's like, we can all feel really great yeah. in our bodies and our skin. And like, I think that's for me as well. I have such a big obsession with like skincare and skin and like our body is skin. Yeah. You know, I'm more concerned with like, you know, your skin, the texture of your skin than how much of it you have and what is it hurting to just be totally feeling yourself and post about it online exactly I I think it is super empowering and I even I have started posting a, a few more photos that are a little more I don't want to say sexy but they're just like a little more like yeah I'm feeling myself and I get so many people who are like this is not relatable anymore like you're you're what? too full of yourself or something like that and it's like I don't think being confident and being comfortable in yourself is a negative quality. And maybe it's maybe it's a, a bit intense for some people. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But I am not going to try to feel worse about myself. Or not show that or you not love show, yourself. Yeah. I think, I think that is the thing. There's this kind of the idea that like, yeah, we should all love ourselves and, you know, be proud, you yeah. know, like have a, you know, like I don't edit my stretch marks. People are always like, oh my gosh, I love seeing your stretch marks. That's yeah. so great. But then at the same time, like, are like, like you're saying to you, like, oh, but you shouldn't be happy with exactly. yourself. Like, well, what should I be then? Especially online because everyone's online. So exactly. the amount of different perspectives you're going to get, I guess, will always just be, you know, everyone's voice. But I think there's lots of kind of contradicting ideas out there about the female body. Totally. Or about how we should feel in it or yeah. what we should be allowed to like. Right. And it's always being preached. You should feel amazing about yourself. Yeah. But if you start feeling about amazing about yourself, then it's a problem. Well, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You so annoying. Don't, don't get it out there. That's the thing. For me, my photos, it's like, I want you to feel something from it. Yeah. And that's great. And I get messages people that like, oh, I read your blog post on that. And I started crying. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. that to me is like, that's incredible. Like, that even if that just happens to one person, mm -hmm. like that you manage to feel because you realize we have all these kind of contradicting ideals within ourselves almost right so would you say that photos of yourself are your favorite thing to take or do you what do you prefer like prefer the most creatively because you take um, a lot of gorgeous skincare photos mm, and everything like that um I think I just love natural light I mean deciding to become a photographer in Australia was a really great idea because the light there is just magical <laughs> yeah so for me like I, I never use like fake light and I think that is just something quite yeah, magical about shooting natural, like whatever it may be, if it's beauty products, skin, myself, other people, like mm. obviously my Instagram is more focused around me because it's my page, but 
I take photos constantly of my family on my film, film camera, of my friends. Like, I just love capturing a moment and it feeling a bit magical to look back at, I think. I agree. You're actually sitting in the sunlight right now and you're just like looking like a gorgeous <laughs> photo right now. But I do want to talk about Australia because traveling is so important to you and you do a lot of traveling and mm-hmm. you do document it a lot. And we were kind of talking about social media earlier. Do you think that traveling is as glamorous as it looks online? No. <laughs> I know. But when we look at, like I was looking at your photos in Morocco earlier and I've been there and I know what it's like and everything like that. I, I just, I want to kind of just talk about that. I mean, look, it, it's really nice to travel. I'm so happy that I get to travel so much. Um, and I travel a lot. Obviously, I travel a lot for work, but I travel a lot myself. Like Morocco, it was just me and a friend. We decided oh, to go. It? Like I was just, we, you know, paid for everything. Like all of that. I think when you're a blogger, people also assume that like you never do anything. Yeah. Yourself, which is not true. But like, yeah, Morocco. But I, that was great. But I actually had food poisoning half the you time. You didn't. <laughs> So everyone's like, oh my gosh, your trip looks so good. And it's like, yeah, it was really wonderful. And it did look great. And But I was ill half the time, which obviously I, I put up, I think one story saying, oh, I fell sick last night. So yeah. like, I'll be a bit slow on stories or something. But it's funny that like, obviously I haven't shared that <laughs> that much. Like, I don't think anyone needs to know that. Yeah, so you think nobody um, needs to know that. You want to well, keep that private? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, if that's all right. Yeah, no, I mean, I if I, like, it's so different. Everybody's stories are different because it's like, if I went somewhere and I got food poisoning, I would probably be bitching about it for the entire trip. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe I wouldn't because there are just certain things that's just like, it doesn't need to be said. But also I didn't really want to pick up my phone when I was ill. Right. Like, so it's not necessarily like, oh my gosh, I have to hide this. It's just like, I'm not in the I'm mood. Not, I'm and I'm actually on holiday. Right. <laughs> so like at the same time, it's like I don't need to I'm not on a brand trip or something like that where I would need to feel stories, which, you know, maybe I'd have been like, yeah, I don't know, talked about it more. Um, it's like I'm on holiday and I'm ill. So I'm actually just going to sit in bed and read my book. Fine. <laughs> so what have been your travel highlights for 2018? Um, I think probably my favorite trip of 2018 was um, with one of my Australian friends and we went to Italy for 10 days Um, and we kind of did a little bit of a mini road trip there and it was just like magical. Although I will say August um, in Italy is just wild. Like the amount of tourists was just a bit much maybe. I'm glad we visited some spots, but that we were only there. Like Venice was just not You know, I've never been to Venice actually. It was really beautiful and I'm glad I've been, but like, I don't know if it is just that time of year. It, w- it was like, like, I don't like being in like large groups of people. Like I don't like going to festivals or anything like that. Um, and it, it just gives me like <laughs> high anxiety. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you're like in these massive squares and there's just so many people. It, it was like, we were at like Notting Hill Carnival. Or oh my God. <laughs> Same so, time of yeah. year, I guess. Well, yeah, there you go. The That's Venice really version. <laughs> so what are you planning on for 2019? Where are you going to go? What's the dream trip? Um, oh, the dream. I, I've had Iceland on my list. I know. For quite a while. Well, how have I not been there? I know. it's, And I just, it looks so beautiful. Oh, like, please. I can't wait for your Blue Lagoon pics. Like, <laughs> seriously. <can> <laughs> like, seriously. I just want to go. Apparently, it's really smelly. Though. Yeah, I've heard yeah. it's really, really smelly. But look, it's worth it. It's skincare and travel. It's like my ultimate, you know, combination. But I also want to visit um, Lisbon. I've never been. Oh. Um, and then I do want to go to Madrid because that would be maybe one of my options for where I would um, 
going to learn a bit more Spanish. Right. Perhaps. Why yeah. do you want to learn Spanish though? What's the reasoning behind um, that? Well, I've never learned a language. So although I speak to, I always spoke them. Right. Um, and so people are like, oh, you're, but you've already le- learned one or it must, you know, you've already done something. I'm like, I didn't do, I just was born with parents that spoke to Oh, you're languages. so lucky. I know. It, so- it sounds like a humble brag, but I promise that Spanish is I just want to make the most of already having that advantage I would feel very lazy if I didn't make the most of it okay fair enough but like I I can at least do that yeah you know so this podcast is called on the line so I need to ask you some questions and get you on the line if you could only save three apps on your phone hit me okay but does like is the cat like an app you download or like is like camera an app no no okay so we have like we can text people and we have a camera sure okay so mine would be instagram yeah what did we do before instagram blog i think yeah (laughs) are blogs still as popular as ever you think um i think so i love reading blogs less often perhaps yeah um but i think it's kind of scary people that you know in inverted commas influencers and don't have a website or a youtube or something where else because you know instagram could technically be deleted tomorrow um, yeah and if you don't have a job then then you're in a bit of a pickle oh my gosh whereas you know if you have you know like yeah. that really scares me if you're relying on it that heavily um so i always love having my blog and kind of sharing more images that yeah you know people can come there and just in my world my visual world I I guess to kind of get back into blogging that's how I started was with my blog and I would blog every single day and I can't remember the last time I posted on my blog yeah but you're so good at videos see I'm like very jealous of your like ability to like be so good at like turning over videos like if I do a video it takes me like it only takes me about half an hour to edit but I put it off for like two weeks yeah (laughs) but your videos are so dreamy and (laughs) gorgy I love them I would love you to do more videos but do you have a YouTube channel I do. Yeah, okay. It's Lolita Says So as well, okay. which is the, the name of my blog, okay. which I came up with when I was 19 and didn't know it would stick with I me love this it. long. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, so you'd save um, okay, Instagram. Instagram. Lightroom. Okay, is that how you edit your photos? Yeah. On your phone? Yeah. Oh. So I have like, I think you can get the app for free. I think so. I have like, I pay for like all Adobe um apps I guess that are on my computer as well so like Photoshop Lightroom all of those um and so I have kind of sign in on my um phone as well but it's it is really good you can just do like so much more with an image than like putting a filter on it right okay Um, so do you do you put filters on your pictures or do you just kind of enhance like the saturation on on Lightroom I it's kind of a saturation you can get rid of yellow tones or pump up the pink or blue ones yeah. which is what I tend to do yeah <laughs> um you can you can manipulate it a lot more um I do sometimes kind of flirt with Viesco yeah um but I would if I had to choose between two I'd definitely Lightroom okay because a filter is technically just a manipulation of the colors yeah anyway so I it's guess so quick I kind and of easy it's like little... copy edit paste edit exactly yeah I love that um and then the third would have to be my Canon camera connect one because that's how I shoot myself portraits okay so you you have I think I know what you're talking about so you have this remote on your phone and what do you it's like connected to your so camera my camera has wi-fi yes that's right what camera do you use I People use a ask. Canon 6D okay um, and I tend to shoot with a 50 mil okay but I just bought a 24 to 70 mil, which is much wider frame. So I'm getting used to that, but I wanted it for more travel ones. I think I'll always shoot my um, self-portraits on 50 mil. Okay. 
Yeah, so that's got that I can turn the Wi-Fi on on my camera and then my phone can pick up that Wi-Fi. Yes. Which then allows me on the Camera Connect app to open it up. And so I can actually see the image that I'm shooting. So while you're shooting it. Yeah. So I can see it on my phone. So it's actually really great for self portraits because I can actually kind of be like, oh, my leg looks a bit weird or or whatever. Like that looks a bit funny or the light's better like that. So rather than just a remote where like, of course you can set it up and take it, but you can't actually see the image. Um, So it's very handy. And then I would just, there's just a button that comes up on my screen that then is the like click button. So if you look in my self portraits, I'll always have a hand missing or like, Actually, do you know what? I've actually shot some with my toe, which I'm really proud of myself. Wow. Like my, if my toe's out and you can't see my any hidden hands, that toe took the photo. That is a talented toe. My right toe can do these things. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So did you just teach yourself all this stuff? Yes. And you were like, one day, okay, toe, you're going to have to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, it's the only way. <laughs> I think one thing I love so much about your self-portrait whole concept is that you can, you're just a badass bitch doing it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think so many people make excuses like, I can't get a photographer. I don't know how to do this. You can teach no yourself. No Instagram boyfriend needed. Babe. Yeah. 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 I think you can. And th- I think that's the thing. You know, I often get asked like, oh, how do you take photos and stuff? And I think it's it's just, just keep going. Yeah. There, there isn't a magical way. Otherwise, everyone would you know like if it's something that you're really passionate about which I am yeah and I wanted this to be my job which I'm very thankful that it is now I was like I'm gonna have to make this work with what I got and what I got is me so yeah love that I'm actually dying for you to take my picture I can't wait I know I don't know where we should do it but I I'm really I really need it to happen so it'll be the 2019 estate yeah yeah for sure for sure I'm excited um okay and the next question is if you could only save three contacts and your family and friends aren't like your your, your closest family's not you know they've you've got them this is like the hardest question I've ever been asked okay I think I literally had like a nightmare about this last night yeah <laughs> I think it would have to be like three people. So three, three friends from like different stages of my life. Okay. So I think I would have um, like one of my childhood friends who's called Emma as well. We're born a week apart and we both had English moms oh. and French dads. Cool. Um, That's like double Emma. Yeah, exactly. Well, our moms were friends at the English moms group in Paris. <laughs> so I think it would have to be her as my kind of like childhood friend that has known me from that age that's also Franglish that you know gets me from being young and then I would have to have I think definitely a friend from Australia did you just go to Australia by yourself went with a boyfriend at the time okay he's still there oh really (laughs) yeah okay you broke Um, up and then you came back here no no we broke up like basically as soon as we got there and then I had like the best two years of my life (laughs) ayo always the way um I always say to my friends like who come to me for relationship advice I'm like I'm not telling you to break up with your boyfriend but break up with your boyfriend (laughs) you just just learn a lot of things about yourself you know and I think that's what really made me I in a you know the way that people see me as confident now of course I'm not like that 24 7 yeah but that just like fuck it yeah I'm just going to embrace what I have and what I've got and I'm just going to make it work and and just to be so independent have you heard of this um astrology thing return of Saturn have you heard of this no what's that or Saturn return Saturn return 
So apparently, my astrologist... Is it the new Mercury retrograde? I have no idea. (laughs) But she said I'm in my Saturn return, which is basically something that happens... You know. That happens a couple times in your life. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And apparently, it's like your late 20s, early 30s, where you are feeling sensual and you're feeling like you're most you Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So apparently, I'm in that. Right. And you are literally like, showing that online so you must be in yours <laughs> it must have happened in the past year i'm the same age as you so maybe it's, it's <laughs> that so makes sense yeah. yeah that makes total sense oh my god i love that oh my god i'm gonna look into that but you know i never used to feel like hot you know i never used to feel that way at all yeah. and i had a lot of confidence issues and since starting to just feel better and feel more comfortable in my own skin i can't imagine not feeling like this and I want my whole life to be like this yeah that's funny I think I always pretended to be confident yes but never felt it yeah like within myself like on my own I would hate on myself so much but like if you ask any of my friends from like high school or something it would be like oh Emma's really but it was like it was almost like a reaction to not being I had to pretend to be yeah it's a fake it till you make it (laughs) for sure literally and actually so that would be my second contact okay would be um, one of my first English friends mm-hmm. who's called Katri for kind of that period of my life from transitioning transitioning from little French girl to English teenager. Oh, were you a bad teenager? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Give me some dirt on your old self. No way. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was a bad teenager, but I did skip a lot of school. See, the thing is, is I was, I kind of, school was, not a necessarily big priority for me, but I was always kind of okay at it. Yeah. So I could kind of get away with being naughty. Right. And like rebelling and I kind of still did all right. I know, um, same. So it wasn't like I completely, you know. Went off the rails. No, exactly, not at all. No, and I think, you know, my mum let us have our little, she'd done it. We've all been there. We've all been there. I think my mum was naughtier than me. So oh I think she God. was. <laughs> She's probably like, you're an angel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and who's your third contact? Uh, my third would have to be my best friend, Frances. Okay. Um, she's a fellow photographer. Oh, I know um, her. Yeah, yeah. Frances Davison. She's, she's so wonderful. cool. Yes. Oh my gosh. Since I've moved back to England, um, we got even better friends. We'd known each other for years. I think we met years ago at Fashion Week when we were both very young. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. Yeah. I was probably a teenager still. And yes, and I just love having someone like in my life that I can talk to you about work but also on a personal level and we can kind of you know in a way mentor each other I guess yeah um you know like oh this has happened what should I do or like what do I charge for this or like what how do we come you know deal with a situation that's work but also when you work for yourself it's you know everything's very personal as well as I'm sure you know it's very hard to kind of detach yourself um from something going wrong because I I say like I never work a day and I also never stop working right because we're always on we're always you know even if you just post an Instagram technically that can be work for us or Mm -hmm. if you're replying to an email or I find like separating those two parts of my life like life personal life and work I guess quite hard and so I think we're like very good Francis is very great at consoling me when I need consoling and I do that for her as well and we and it's someone who's within the same industry so we like get it you know yeah I think that's so true and it's so funny that you said you met each other quite young because I think in this world there's people I have known for years and mm-hmm. when I think back to what little babies we were and like the things we were worried about and we, had we, no clue. About, we had no clue I mean <laughs> I still have absolutely no clue but having that person in your mm. life that's like 
you can just trust, you know? And I think for me, my um, female friendships have just been so crucial, especially this past year. Are you a girl's girl or do you have lots of girlfriends? I have definitely, yeah. I I don't have lots of girlfriends. I have few very quality great friends, I think. Um, Well, we're supposed to go out drinking apparently. Oh, really? Me, you, Amy, Ree. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's the word on the street. We'll see Amy and Ree. So Amy Lawrenson, who was on here before, yeah. and Ree from the amazing Really Ree blog. Yep. They're just great. And I, I love them <laughs> because we're in the industry and it's just funny because we're all at kind of, you know, different points. and But we've just known each other for so long. And we get on so well. It's just so nice to have like. It is. I think there's something about having a group of girls, no matter who they are, even if you're super close or, you know, you just met, mm. of just sitting down and being like, okay, this is a safe space and I can just be myself here. Yeah. It is just so nice. Exactly. To feel that you can just really talk about yeah. whatever, really. So I want to tell people how we met because it was at the Katie Jane Hughes event, right? It was. Lovely Katie. So that's where I met Amy as well. Oh, really? And um, Katie. What a day. What a day for me. <laughs> I know. Lucky me. Katie was like, you have to meet my friend, Emma. You're going to love her. And when Katie says you're going to love her, I'm like, definitely going to love her. <laughs> and I was just like, God, this girl's so pretty. And then I followed you on Instagram and I was like, like, Wow, that's how we met. That and you is liked how my we Paloma met. Wool um, jumpsuit. Uh, you're damn right. I went and got one myself. <laughs> now you're another Busted. Paloma Wool um, spokesperson. Oh my gosh, that and I literally put that on stories. I've never liked the amount of replies. The great navy blue wool yep. jumpsuit with a low back. Oh well, my I God. saw Etsy in it when I first met her, and I was like, girl. Yeah, I wore that out last weekend with some trainers, and it was so nice. chic. But I actually want to have the Paloma Wool humans on here is it just one is it just paloma or like who i don't who runs that i think i mean i'm, I'm guessing there's more than one person well but. i know but who's like the brain spy i'm gonna figure that out and I get her on her. yeah i think it's her yeah too. you should because i love that brand i've never been so loyal to a brand in my entire life and they're so creative and they're yep. so well made and they're like not that expensive no because that's the thing i bought it like months after i'd met you because i was a bit tipsy in italy <laughs> I mean, my friend were online shopping. That's a bad combo. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> I remember that yeah. thing yesterday was wearing. Yeah. And then you see the whole site. And then, yeah, and then I obviously had to buy like a t-shirt, Obviously, a shirt. Yeah. Um, I just like constantly check. And then I keep meaning to go into the... Um, Liberty pop-up. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's really gorgeous. I want to. They just have a very wonderful aesthetic. I know, and they? they just keep pumping out the, the clothes. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. And then also, who do you like to follow on Instagram? Oh, gosh. So many people. More wonderful Spanish people. Yeah. We shall continue. Um, this girl called Nuria Val. Okay. Her at is Freckles Nuria because she has these beautiful freckles all over her face. Wow. And her and her boyfriend, who's called Coke, have just like the coolest photographer life. life couple house everything just like they're a dream they just do all these like really great photography big photography jobs for like Condé Nast Traveler and and the like and are really conscious about the planet um and did like a really cool series about volcanoes wow is Um, that kind of your goal to do more photo things like more editorial things yeah I when I first started doing photography in Sydney I, I um I was shooting for like interiors actually funnily enough for um quite a few magazines and I did like doing it. And I think I would, I, I I, am still, from being a journalist, I think I do still love print. I think there is just something so wonderful about having a photo in your hand. Yeah. Or, you know, I have prints of my photog- um, of my photos, you know, to have something on your wall, like 
I just think there's something really magical about seeing something. You know, we see so many images online that I think we're almost kind of numb to it. Yeah. It's not the same as being like, gosh, really look at this. You can't scroll past it. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I think I probably would. Yeah. Especially the travel um, aspect, I think translates really well for that, for sure. And then there's this other woman called, her at is Anne Street Studio, but her name is Jamie Beck. Um, and she does incredible self-portraits um, and she's currently pregnant and I just can't wait till I'm pregnant so I can take naked photos. Wow. I can't wait till you're pregnant so I can look at those naked photos, honestly. Somebody please impregnate her. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, so skincare is something that this audience that's listening is really into, you mm -hmm. know, and we got so many questions. Last week we had a dermatologist on and it, just so many questions. So I want to talk about your skin stuff and I mm -hmm. just want to know was there one product that kind of got you really into skincare? Were you always using it? Was your mom really into it? No. <laughs> My mom is, no, I don't think, uh, she is now because I've got her into it. No, like at university, I used to think I just used like Savlon on my face. Yeah. It's just quite funny thinking back to it now. But I think when you're younger, you kind of have like other priorities, you know? I think it was actually more moving to Australia and obviously the sun there's so strong and being just really aware of um, the SPF, obviously. Yeah. But it's really funny, like they don't wear it at all. I know. Um, Do you wear SPF? Every, every day. day. Every day. Yeah. I mean, it's a lovely December sunny day today, but even the greys of last week, yeah. every day. That's okay. like my like three top things for skincare is wear SPF, cleanse properly and use retinol. Ugh, I, I don't use retinol. I need to. Once you get it right and into it. Okay. It's like, it's the most magical thing ever. Okay. Yeah. We need to discuss that. I was actually talking with um, uh, the dermatologist last week about retinol. Yeah. I think give me some what do you like retinol eyes yeah. well in 2019 I know there's going to be lots of new launches from a couple kind of more mainstream brands I think often retinol you know because it's so strong and you know people are scared to use it too much or you know th there's quite a lot of rules around it which I think you know it's not like oh a hydrating serum use it every day however whenever you need it you know easy great yeah. done nothing happens you just get hydrated skin you know there's no fear of it retinol is vitamin a so it basically um helps your skin regenerate itself and if you use it too much when you first start using it then it can regenerate too much and basically just you'll, you'll be quite red and sensitive um but if you start using it the way to do it is like every two weeks at first for the first week and then every once a week and then like twice a week and then you can build up to eventually having um using it every day if you like okay and basically you'll just like never age oh my goodness supposedly that sounds so amazing. we need to keep these faces Esty. okay i really do <laughs> we'll never i really need to keep this. this face so what um, is your skincare background did you study it like you know so much no i know i always get asked this i'm just a geek you're just a geek <laughs> so i went um into beauty writer journalism when i finished university um so that's what really kind of got me started within the whole beauty industry, I guess. Um, but I've just, I've, you know, like went into the gloss, started, like yeah. all of that. I just love it. Like I love being nosy. I love yeah. knowing what other people use, like why. And I just like kept reading up on stuff. I mean, as well within our industry, like obviously I'm, I've got a beauty website. So, you know, I get invited to launches. I get to talk to all these experts. So, you know, I have, I want to make the most of that and 
find out as much as I can yeah. from someone rather than having to like Google something and be like, is this right? Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Okay. So we've got a question from Isabel. She says, how do you keep your skin glowing in the dismal London air? And this is probably something that in any mm-hmm. city people notice. Um, yeah. How do you keep it clean and looking good? London is such a polluted city. Um, we normally hit like the pollution levels for the year on the 8th of January. Stop it. Yeah, so this is why I tell people that use face wipes. Face wipes. <laughs> face wipes. Just clean your skin. Just do it. Like, if you're by the beach, like, fine. Like, just splash it, whatever. Be a bit more minimal. I think in London, it, it's so dirty. Um, and like you said, it's very polluted. And obviously, there's lots of products now that are kind of, you know, anti-pollution, pollution, all of this. Mm-hmm. But basically, I think for making sure that air isn't affecting the way your skin looks is double cleanse at night. Yeah. Like just do it. Pollution particles are 20 times smaller than your pores. Ew. So they can get in there and get trapped really, really easily. And I think that's the thing. People maybe just do it once, you know, and then you're just putting your skincare on top of all of that. Oh, I can't even your face right now saying it all. (laughs) Even when I have had a night out and I'm talking a late one, Mm -hmm. I am double cleansing. Always. That's just the if way I, I fall live. asleep in my makeup. Like oh, I've died. Like dead. <laughs> that's not me. Yeah. Um, Arrange my funeral. Yeah. Like because it's I over. can't go on. <laughs> yeah, something's up. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is to use an antioxidant. Okay. So something of uh, vitamin C is an antioxidant, and these are basically antioxidants, just a kind of fancy skincare word for vitamins. Um, the same way you know we would eat. Um, fruit and vegetables to keep our insides healthy um antioxidants are really great on the skin they actually help fight all the elements so it actually won't let the pollution in so it's kind of uh, creating a barrier of sorts um between the pollution um and the lower layers of your skin okay so you find that in serums or yeah serums um i mean there's like there's vitamin c and like everything now i think it's become quite the um uh the buzz the trend yeah. um you can get um cleanses within it uh within which is actually quite good but yeah i use an antioxidant every morning before leaving wow to the london um uh, so our next question is from gail mm-hmm. and she says what are the least expensive skincare ingredients that actually make a difference to your skin and do you have some brands that are affordable but effective yeah i think with ingredients it is um because i often obviously get asked that obviously lots of people are on a budget i think it's really um you know, expensive to budget brands use the same ingredients, but the difference are the way they formulate them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like retinol, we've spoken about vitamin C, hyaluronic acid, which is really great for hydration. That's all, all these products will have them in, but in a different percentage and in a different formulation. So like vitamin C's um, can be um, not stable. So then basically they just go off and then they don't work right so not stable means that if it's exposed to air or something like that then it's just basically pointless exactly so unless it's in like a (laughs) cave yeah exactly (laughs) it's not gonna do much you know what i've been really into are those ampoules yes i love the little yeah 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 they're great they're incredible and so fun to use the the suzanne calvin yeah yeah i love those ones they're great but there's actually you can get like even like cheaper ones there's a brand called repavar you can, I think you get them on like Amazon. Oh, really? Um, and they're like just little vitamin C things. Yeah, again, and it's just like the one use things and they're like glass. So they're not like bad for the environment or anything like that. Yeah. Which are great. Um, and then I think, yeah, hyaluronic acid again. Like I love um, some of the Neutrogena serums have really great um, hyaluronic acid in mm-hmm. um, that is 
a, a good um so they've got different molecular weights which in layman terms means basically hyaluronic acid normally is quite a big molecule so basically it can't soak into your skin very well it can sit on top but if you have a smaller molecular weight then it's smaller so it can actually get into your skin that means fine so if you've got lots of different molecular weights that means every layer of your skin is getting the benefit of the hyaluronic acid okay that's fascinating yeah. okay we've got another question from lex and she says how do i keep my skin hydrated during the winter time i find myself buying a bunch of products every year but none seem to work and i do know what she's talking about because if you just sure. get a really rich cream and just slap it on like it's okay it'll hydrate but what else do you need to be doing? Well, moisturizers don't moisturize your skin. Whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop. Literally, we're holding mics. So <laughs> we are. It's very fun. <laughs> moisturizers stop moisture leaving your skin. Okay. So that it, I think of moisturizers are kind of like, I, it's the last step in my skincare routine because it's like locking everything in. Locked and loaded. Yeah. So that's that's it. It's done after that. Anything you put on top of that, it's not getting in. So so are you telling me you should put a face oil on before your moisturizer? I personally think this, yes. Okay. There's With oil, there's like a debate. Some people say after because it'll push the cream in, but I don't want the thick cream in my pores. So I would put on an oil first, yes. I just always say thinnest to thickest. And yes. so I think for hydrating your skin in the winter, there's so your skin is just like, getting a really bad time of it there's freezing outside there's wind blowing literally blowing the moisture off your skin you come inside there's heating like there's so many aggressors and that's what's really dries your skin out because there's just everything's going on you're not drinking as much water because it's cold like it's having a really tough time yeah you're not getting it a chance <laughs> no you know you're probably drinking a bit more because it's the festive season mm. all of these things so I think the best thing is to layer your skincare so thinnest to thickest so I like to use say an essence to start which is literally just a kind of um water texture that you would pat into your skin then a serum I think if you're going to use one thing use a hydrating serum yeah, I love serum um, so much. And a really good tip to um, have uh, to make it work even better is to um, apply it to moist skin. Yes. Because that actually means it absorbs better into the skin. And don't forget to exfoliate. Let's um, talk about exfoliating. Let's. Because I love exfoliating. <laughs> I cannot imagine not exfoliating. No. That's what gives you good skin, essentially. I, I think. totally agree. And people are always saying, how do you get your skin looking the way it is? It's all about the exfoliation. But that's retinol that's acids and you know if you want to use physical ones there are some good ones but you use enzymes yep. like there's so many amazing like skincare i think is amazing because it's constantly evolving there's all yep. these like technologies we're suddenly figuring out about certain ingredients that we can use in new ways or they can package you know in a um new formulation um, and i think exfoliation is so important because if you don't exfoliate your skin you may have you know say you go out and you spend 40 pounds on a serum and you're putting it on your dead skin cells yep. that can't get down to the layers of skin yep. where you want it to hydrate. So I think the, before you do anything, exfoliate because everything else will work better because it can actually get to your yep. skin rather than sit on top of your dead skin cells. Have you tried the Dr. Colbert pads? The little discs? Yeah. Yes, I love those. I don't need any more exfoliators. That's the one. That's the one I'm ready <laughs> to marry. It. I'm exclusive. <laughs> um, I love that. And like, as, as well as face mask it's like I can't imagine putting on a face mask without exfoliating before like no you know? and sometimes I do a resurfacing mask yes. My, have you tried the um Tata Harper resurfacing mask oh yes I have oh yes that is just like I love yeah. that 
Um, and then I would do like a moisturizing one or a clay one or something because I'm just getting everything, all the gunk that builds up on your skin so fast, so easily, especially if you're in London. You're just getting rid of all of that and then letting the clay either draw out the impurities. I'm really glad that you've said that. Moisturizing it. I didn't know if it was overkill, but yeah, I will do the resurfacing mask or an, an acid mask or just a, you know, an exfoliator like that. And then mm. I'll put the clay mask on. Because otherwise I just feel like it isn't as effective. No. Okay. We've got another question. This is the last question from Penny. And she said, I love photography, but haven't got heaps of cash to spend on a fancy camera. How do you get great photos just with a phone or a cheaper camera i think taking a good photo you can take a good photo on anything i think it really is just like the way that you do it rather than what you're using obviously if you've got a big fancy camera something will look slightly different but you can still essentially take the same shot for me again (laughs) i just love beautiful light so i think either waiting to have good light i mean this time of year is like the worst for me because although we're blessed with a bit of sunshine today like there are some dark times and if I have to like I have a client shoot and I need to get some photos I find it actually very hard because for me what I think is really magical is like the manipulation of light so I think either wait for that or use it to your advantage you know you can use mirrors to reflect light if you're in a lighter space that's gonna um, uh, kind of give you a brighter sense but also look around the photo I think with phones we're kind of just used to like taking loads of of photos without really looking at them or even if you are using camera and you've got your eye um you know looking through the lens you're just looking at what you're taking the photo of i think really like look up to the the borders of each image of the image like okay are the lines straight there like how's the light looking there like really just ask yourself what you're looking at rather than just taking loads of photos but that said the best thing like practice makes perfect yeah you know sometimes i get the photo I want in two takes and sometimes I get it in 200 you know there isn't I think as well with social media it's like oh my gosh all these photos look so good you're like do you know how many thousands of photos have gone into like the past two photos yeah you don't you don't you don't you have no idea (laughs) all photos have just never made it yeah you know (laughs) really embarrassing things (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) all right well we have to wrap up this episode but i want to talk about christmas what are you doing for christmas i'm going home to my mum's in oxford Uh, my sister had a baby in february so we're hanging out with a little baby i'm just gonna have loads of family members around eat too much drink some wine how about you great yeah i'm gonna stay in london actually i think yeah um should be fun it's my first christmas in london so yeah i'm not gonna go home for christmas this year i've been doing a lot of traveling and Mm -hmm. i'm just tired and kind of want to hang out with my dog um (laughs) who's looking very cute right now sleeping (laughs) on the couch so yeah thank you so much i want to know what your plans are for 2019 what are your big goals here hit me with the dream oh gosh i haven't got around to making them yet fine fine (laughs) how do you believe the goals have a good year have a good year be happy yep however that may be and just onwards and upwards love it thank you so much guys for listening and go follow emma what is your instagram at emma which is emma h-o-a-r-e-a-u exactly thanks girlfriend (laughs) thank you Bye. bye As always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of On The Line. And don't forget to send your questions to youronthelyne at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast and tell all your friends about the show. Hello? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, you did so. 